How? Oh my god. Just kidding. Yeah. Welcome back to FU. This is Zachary. And I'm Thomas. With this podcast, we're ripping off filters, diving deep into queer discussions, and traversing controversial Reddit posts. We're here to make you laugh, think, and maybe question your life choices. Because not only are we flaming, we're We're unfiltered. Check it out. They're actually my tits. (laughs) Thomas and Saggy titties. Hello. Hello, everyone. Happy Galentine's. Happy Galentine's Day. But it's the 12th. But it's a, yeah, today's, yeah. <laughs> but if you're listening on Valentine's Day. Right. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> what are we doing for Valentine's Day? Um, You said something. What was it? Nothing. No, you said, like, we should do this on Valentine's Day. And oh, like, <laughs> I said uh, we should get the heart-shaped Papa Murphy's pizza. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "That sounds dope." To show our love for each other, we yeah. buy each other pizza. <laughs> I literally was like, "That's actually perfect." That's right. all we have to do. Uh, I just think it's funny. It is funny. I love the heart-shaped pizza, and okay. I can't take this seriously because the mouse is on your nose right now, and so whenever I look at your face. <laughs> Yeah. I have to move it. I told Zach, I was like, I'm wearing sweatpants. Is that okay? Well, I'm wearing this corduroy hoodie, so I'm just sweating balls. <laughs> I'm wearing sweatpants and you're sweating balls. There we go. We're a hot mess over here. Uh, people aren't mad at Megan. They're mad at Megan's law. Oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> that was so, I want to get into it Good right away. Good segue. Good segue. <laughs> I want to get into it right away. Boys, be nice. Such a good topic. Everybody's talking about it. Everyone's talking about the Nikki and Megan drama. And I love it. I've been obsessed with it since it started. You mean the Nikki drama that she's starting herself? She's, in, she's inventing herself. Exactly. 100%. Oh. oh my god. It's so embarrassing. Like, it's so embarrassing for Nikki because Megan's just like... Mm-hmm. Megan doesn't even say anything, you know? Megan's just letting that song run up the charts and Nikki's like, oh yeah, well... <laughs> You're dumb. It's have like, you listened to the Nikki song? Yeah, it's fucking I creepy. Haven't. I, I haven't even. It's so weird. It's so creepy. And it's so bad. And like everybody in like the, you know, like rap community is like, Nikki's queen. You know, she'll she'll be queen probably for a bit yet. Like she will like tear you down with her music. But then they're <sighs> like, except for this one. They're like, except for this one. It's so creepy. It's so bad. It's not like Nikki at all. Pretty. It's clearly unhinged and then on the other side of it is like you're being a bully like that's not cool like there's a difference between like you know like diss tracks it's like people can take it and they can give it and it's like tit for tat kind of but this is like digging and being a bully and being and being mean for the sake of being mean and then megan's like i didn't say your name i didn't say anything i I didn't do anything love it so much (laughs) i have been dying to talk about this um i have a few tiktoks um a couple i just really like their perspective and we can like yif yif riff off of those i think i sent you the one where she's like her i think it was like instagram live or facebook live or something like that and she's like bigfoot bitch bigfoot fraction foot bitch 
Fragment foot, bullet fragment foot, bitch. Bullet fragment, bullet fragment, bitch. She a bullet fragment, bullet fragment, bitch. You fractured big foot, big tall bitch, and it's like okay, like laid out, lay off the drugs. You're clearly on some type of upper. You should probably have your manager snatch your phone away from you. It's so embarrassing. Like I said, she's clearly on some type of amphetamine or something. And then yeah. that's like all she's got going for her is like your mom's dead. You have you're tall and big, and it's like she's not like fat, but she's like six something, I think. Yeah, so she's, she's a tall, tall woman. So she's a tall woman. And it's like I find okay. that just so dumb, like making fun of a woman for her height. Right. Like oh she's so tall. Okay, here's another one. Which is so funny because I feel like that's such like a desired trait now is to just be like tall and you know curvy and. You know, she's like queen of body, yaddy, yaddy. And that's all you got. I wish I could magic the door closed. Right. Maybe we should kick them off. Prue. Yeah. <laughs> add, <laughs> add the music twinkles add in the there. little chime, the little twinkle. Poor <laughs> <laughs> Piper. Oh, he's so embarrassed to be on that show. You have no idea. Uh, we're we're on a charmed kick yeah. right now. So are we though? I think I'm falling off. I'm nope. also falling off of Smallville a little. Okay, here's then we're starting Xena. We've already talked about this. Okay. Oh yeah, this was a good one. Where Nikki went wrong is this was not innovative. It was lazy, and really and truly, it was just trash. It just sounds like a social media rant with a beat under it. That's what it sounded like to not just me, but a lot of her fans. If you go online. Nobody is down with what Nikki is doing, and everybody's just wondering, where? What's the point of this? Where are you going? This is not the. This is not the move. And I'll tell you the three things that she did wrong. First of all, as you mentioned, bringing up Meg's dead mother. Yeah, and then she goes into yeah, bringing up her uh, Megan's mother, Megan's dead dead mom. mom. I don't know. I just went to one there. I guess I don't know. Maybe Nikki hasn't like lost anybody. Right. You know, she doesn't have empathy for that situation. So it's like, anyways, but. The thing is, is like Nikki is making fun of Megan for things that she has no control over, right. like her height and the fact that her mom died. Yeah, <laughs> it's like what? Okay, so then, oh, oh, Megan, first off, didn't mention Nikki's name, and so there's like a theory that even like Drake fits better, like Drake fits better than Nikki oh. because Drake and Megan have beef right now, or Drake. Um, made a diss track about Megan. Oh, I didn't know that. So there's like a little bit of tension there. Well, and then, and, so the lyric is like, how does it go? Like, you'd be scared of Megan. You should be scared of Megan's law. These hoes don't be mad at Megan. These hoes mad at Megan's law. Yeah, because Nikki's husband is a sex offender. He's a rapist, and it's a proven rapist. And she's still married, and she knew about it, mm-hmm. and she was gonna pay off the girl that was raped, and she paid it all off. She was gonna put it, pay it all mm-hmm. off for him. And she still married him and still had a child with him. And her brother is a pedophile. He raped his six, uh, 12-year-old uh, stepdaughter. And uh, Nikki paid for all of his legal fees, paid for everything, and was trying to like get rid of it, basically. So it's like, you're compliant in pedophilia and rape. So you have nothing to go off of. So there's the Megan's Law line. But then the, there's like a section after that line. And then the next paragraph, or whatever you call it, lyric. it is in the same beat as um, Nikki's song, Bitches Ain't Shit and They Ain't Say Nothing. 
it's in like the same beat so i can see why nikki would freak out because of the megan's law line and then the same beat as her song hmm, i didn't know that yeah about the second part. sorry everyone i'm kind of sick oh yeah so gross sucks. Oh. Yeah. did you also hear the famous uh diss track against nikki no oh it's so good i'll have to send it to you it's this other rapper and she looks very much like megan and she just rips nikki apart and is like you have everything going for you and you had to tear down this like other rapper this other woman for nothing for something you assumed and it's just a really good sums it up sums up the fight yeah especially if your name isn't named like just stay out of it and pretend like it's not you that you right know what I mean? pull up mariah carey i don't know her yeah like oh what mm. i didn't even listen to that I what i don't listen this to is Megan's the first movie. time i'm hearing that what who's megan the stallion yeah <laughs> who's, megan the stallion? who's Nicki minaj sorry did you have more are you a Nicki fan what am i a Nicki fan pull up in the sri lanka what oh <laughs> 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 uh, Let's finish this on. Yeah, I want to know what her number two was. Oh yeah. You know, it's so funny about hip hop. You don't know where the line is until someone crosses it, and the minute she mentioned that, that's where she crossed it. And the worst part is, at the end of the song, she doubles back and makes an excuse for bringing up Meg's mom by saying, "Well, she talked about my family," which is factually incorrect. Nikki is the one who started this whole feud, so that's the first problem. The second thing is, there's a line in the song called that says, "Where's the scar at?" Now, for context, Meg Thee Stallion was shot by her friend, Canadian rapper Tory Lanez, back in July of 2020. He's now serving a 10-year sentence for that. And when she questions where the scar is at, because Meg got shot in her foot, you are questioning not only the verdict, but a woman's story about being assaulted. And as a woman, that's so irresponsible, because that's our biggest our biggest fight is being believed, right? There has to be video. No one wants to believe us. So that was irresponsible. And lastly, okay, so the um, the art for this song, uh, Bigfoot, has a pink boot. Here it is with a Bigfoot. Now, this old, lazy way of attacking Meg for me was also just the last straw. It made me really laugh because it's like, okay, so now we're using the petite versus big masculine woman, which is so old and so lazy. And I just thought this was an absolute fail. I thought it was that. And then I went on and all of her fans, including a lot of barbs, are like, you know what, Nikki? You had us, but this time, I'm sorry, we can't rock with you. And I love the way that Meg is handling this. Eagles don't fly with chickens. She's not saying yeah. anything. Eagles don't fly with chickens. Um, there was a, a thing, though, where it was kind of like Megan was at a, one of her shows and she was kind of egging on. It was either that or she posted it somewhere. I forget. Um, but it was red, um, like spider flowers. And I guess in anime, that is a symbol when death is coming. So it was just like a simple like, fuck you. You did this yourself. Your career is over. Yeah. So I think that's funny. Yeah. And all the comments are all like the saying that like everyone is against nikki and this one was really good she chose to support her brother she chose oh, yeah. to marry a rapist megan megan did not choose to be shot or have her mom die right from kel gamma yeah oh yeah i was doing side research while you were talking oh azalea banks i have actually yeah. quite a few tiktoks when, when azalea banks enters the show she is um, disgusting in my opinion but I she's also like psycho she's also literally insane she's like but when yeah when azalea banks calls out your shit maybe you should but <laughs> on the other hand she is defending megan so i'm like okay plus one in your favor i guess and then um yeah, let me play this last one is 
interesting to me is that Nick Megan never said Nikki's name. Mm. And the amount of pedos in the industry, she could have talked about anyone, but because you responded, now it's 100% the finger at you. Because if you're gonna do a diss track about someone, you would target all the insults yeah, a lot of to people one were, person. were getting called out in here. Exactly, so my theory, if we're talking about, or people that, talk predators younger people the clearest shot was the one to drake and i do declare believe that this whole thing might have been about drake since drake made a song targeting megan mm -hmm. when megan got shot by tory yeah but because you're in the business nikki and you made it about yourself Megan just went, you know what? If the shoe fits, the shoe fits. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it might not have the been shoe, about the you. The shoe fits Drake better, much better. Like, I don't think it might not have been about her mm -hmm. at all. But now you've embarrassed yourself. Whole legacy done. Yeah, because of the beef with Drake, it, the shoe fits better. I didn't know they had a beef. Why Why does he, why is he mad at Megan? Per the TikTok, that's all I know. And then another thing too is that um, some of Nicki Minaj's fans doxed Megan's mom's headstone and they were talking about like everyone was like let's go fuck it up let's go destroy it and a normal person would be like hey i'm Nicki minaj do not do that that's so disgusting that's so disrespectful don't go there and Nicki didn't say anything and so that's what people are bringing up too they're like you have your platform you have the power if you told these people yes go destroy that entire cemetery these fucking psychopaths would but on the other side of that if you would, as Nicki Minaj would say, do not do that, you go put flowers there instead, everyone of your fans that was in that area would, because that's just like the power celebrities have. And, oh, oh he's got something behind his ear. I know. I'm going to cut it off. Anyway, so yeah, so it's like, and Nicki didn't do anything about it. So it's like, mm, that's not good either. Like, you probably should have done something or said something. Again, love the juicy, juicy. Right. The juicy juicy tea and i feel like by next week it's gonna update right right caitlin loved the sweater that i wore in the last episode the one that you made oh so she liked that just which, which caitlin? okay that i Do know. remember yep yeah we just know several caitlin yeah so. true i think we gained two, two subscribers it's always really hard to tell because we don't really get notified and so i just look at my analytics and it says plus two and <gasps> low plus two yeah, hello plus two, and I guess I could look at my following list and see, you know, and um, but it was at twenty, and now it's at twenty-two. So that makes twenty-two. Two more. Yes. Two more. Thank you, everyone. Um, I had a dream. I know. Dream <gasps> chat. You. It's very quick. No, no, no. Just listen. I dreamt that we played our podcast at a theater, and a theater of people watched. And did we do well? Oh my god, it was a nightmare. <laughs> I was so... Th that's like my worst fear. I don't know why. Why? I don't know. <laughs> There's like a whole... But like we were there too, you know? So that's how we I gained... think that's what it is. It's like, I wouldn't be able to sit with somebody and watch my own podcast. You know what I mean? That's how we gained two followers with, was with our first live performance. <laughs> In my dreams. In your dream. You, you willed it. <laughs> oh my god. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> 
maybe you're thinking like, of I don't people. care if like a million people watch this, but like <clears throat> to watch it with a million people, right? Like, like no so, thanks. so it was no like thanks. it was like our podcast, like just playing in the background, and we're just on stage, like isn't this funny? And we were like in the seats too. Oh, that makes it worse. Then. I, I know, I no, know. I, do I was like, oh. <laughs> <sighs> update on Paramore. Their first track. Oh yeah. Burning Down the House came out. That was really good. It looks like they're working with Miley. Ooh. They made a post that says Paramore, oh. Mi- Miley Cyrus, Lord, Girl in Red, The National, Tizo Touchdown, Kevin Abstract. I don't know who these people are at the end, but Miley Cyrus and Lord. Right. That's cool. That's cool. So I think they must be. Oh, here's the video. It looks like it. Oh, it's just gonna be an album, a tribute album with all those people. So either she's gonna be playing these people, or she's gonna be pairing with them right. to make tribute music. That'd be cool. But I feel like that makes more sense. Obviously, it makes more sense that she's like duetting with these people to make a tribute album <clears throat> because. You can't really make a tribute album of like Miley because it's like she's still alive, right? It, you know, she's still new, you know. So I would like Par- Lord, like you wouldn't make a tribute album about Lord. I would like, like it's about people who pass away, right? Like, well, like, uh, no, or just like you're a fan of them, so maybe she they like could... older. Yeah, like it's been many years. Yeah, since they came out with their music. Typically, like yeah. you, like you do the Queen or like yeah. Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Um, it would be cool to have Paramore singing Royals though. It will never be real. I sound just like her. Yeah. You sure do. Um, I have a correction as well. Oh, okay. So the band I was in love with in high school was not called One-Eyed Beerlin. It's called One-Eyed Mavis. That's my fault. Little correction corner for for all of you fact-checking me out there about my my favorite, my my high school crush's band (sighs) from 20 years ago. (laughs) In case you, yeah. In case you were wondering. (laughs) There's one person that I think listens who would probably know this reference. And I'm surprised she hasn't called me out, but it was called One-Eyed Mavis because her name was Mavis Beerlin, and I thought it was One-Eyed Beerlin. That's oh, my bad. One-Eyed Mavis. Mm-hmm. I know you were really stressed out about it. You know, I like Googled that and couldn't find anything. I, could, I couldn't find anything. But you found One-Eyed Mavis? No. Oh. My mom told me. Oh, so she does watch. Oh, crap. Uh-oh. Is she? No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so your mom corrected you no because i texted her and i was like oh and i was like this is really random but i was because I, I, I was trying to find my cd out cd case thingy oh yeah and i was like this is random but have you seen my cd case anywhere <laughs> i feel like we have it i have it so i can't find it anywhere yeah. that's all but yeah the con- the content be popping yeah because not only is Paramore coming out with the tribute album, Ariana Grande is coming out with the new album, March, I believe. Yeah. There's a video on that. Oh, I heard Gaga te- teased something. Well And so people are thinking she's coming out with something. Which would make sense because she's going to have the Joker too. So probably come out with an album around the same time Joker 2 comes out. March 8th. Ooh, that's soon. I know. That's like... Two weeks, three weeks from now. Right. That's exciting, though. Yeah, new that's exciting. Ariana. And new Donald Glover stuff. Ooh. Listen th- to this. I thought he quit. You saw that, right? You didn't see the Tyra Banks? That was all over the internet. No. 
So this is like real life shit that's happening. What? They did it to promote this movie. It was this um, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah. So that's a remake because Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt did the, that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess he bumped into Brad Pitt and was like, hey, like I'm redoing it. Do you have any tips or advice or anything? And I guess Brad Pitt just blew him off. Cool. Right. I'm like, great. Thank you so much. And I think that's the one movie that they, um, Angelina and Brad Pitt fell in love and he cheated on Jennifer Aniston with. Oh, wow. The more you know. Anyways, anyways, um, but you didn't see the Tyra Banks. No, I was like all over. I kept no. seeing TikToks, and then I saw this trailer come out, and I'm like, "What the fuck? That's so cool!" So I wonder if Tyra Banks is in on it too, because she looked. And I'll have to add in some videos and show you later too. But she was like, <laughs> "Like help me." Help me. Right. Help she looked me. she looked fake startled. Yeah. Like, so so was, I think Donald Glover was like, What you doing? I have yeah. an idea. So I think Tara's in on it too, but the fact that they like you is like public like stunts to get social media attention and then to weave that in yeah. to your promotion. But that's so cool. I feel like he's like one of those like genius he's a yeah he's like one of those geniuses because like he's had so many successful tv shows and movies and stuff like that i feel like if donald glover's involved he is another celebrity that you can't hate yeah this is true i feel like yeah we talked about that in the last pod too but yeah he is too cool right that is a mr and mrs smith that i will see because i did not watch the last one that's fun yeah i will definitely go see that one yeah because i would never watch I mean, it's. I probably did watch it at some point, but that was so long ago. Right. Did you see L. King drunk at the Dolly Parton tribute? No. So mm-hmm. L. King is a singer, and she is Rob Schneider's daughter. He's from SNL, and like, oh, this is ringing Deuce, a bell. Deuce Bigelow, and I guess she was just wasted, and she couldn't remember the words, and everyone's like. who is this woman like nobody knows because she's not super duper famous she's a really good singer she's so talented but everyone's like who is this person we don't know who she is two why would you let her go on stage wasted like she was so drunk and then she was I like think i'm remembering that and then she was not on cue she was not beat hitting the beat she was like i think she was playing guitar she was playing a, uh, dolly parton dolly parton no it was song. her birthday it was her birthday dolly parton's birthday 
And then everyone's like, why would they just not void her off of the the list and just be like, this girl's so drunk. So everyone's like, be a little bit professional. But she kept saying swear words and stuff like that. And I guess it was just super embarrassing and super pathetic. Also, I feel like I'd be really pissed off if Rob Schneider was my dad because he's like a big Trump supporter and he's like super transphobic and stuff like that. And mm. so I probably would just hide. Like if I was a famous person and my dad was a racist Trump supporter, I'd be like, my my career is now over, you know? Yeah. Like that's how I guess I would think about it. Totally. And she kept like messing up the words, but she was like, it made it seem like she was mocking. It yeah. It seemed, it was yeah. like really awkward. Yeah. She made it awkward. She was like, I think she was trying to make fun of herself. Yeah. But it sounded like she was making fun of the song. Yeah. She was trying to make, like she was kind of too cool for. Yeah. To too be cool. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Have a couple of drinks, get loose. Like if it makes you feel like if you have a shot for stage fright or something like that, like that makes sense. You right. know, I mean, yeah. I taking a, couple... a shot before a show is like so normal. I feel like. But... Right. But getting wasted before you go on stage in front of tons of people. And then also these are all Dolly Parton's friends and fans. So it's like, they know everything about Dolly, so if you fuck up, they're going to destroy you. You should probably just quit right now. Yeah. And it's Dolly Parton, so. I know. I think I, like, blacked that out of my memory because it's so embarrassing. It is so embarrassing. Like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> to diss, like, um, what's the word? Disgrace. Yeah. Dolly Parton's exactly. name. I'm like, no! Right. Exactly. <sighs> I think Dolly came back and was like, no, I think she played it off really chill, I, if I remember correctly. Of course she would, because she's a freaking angel. Right, I think she was just like... But I would be so embarrassed. She got too Lucy before the show, what happened? I'm sorry but, about the know, fact that she said it was fine. Makes it worse, I think. Right. Like, Here's just Dolly. hate me, Dolly, please. Right. tell me I'm an awful person. <laughs> oh, I'm, like, crying thinking about it. Like, literally <laughs> tearing up. I'm like, if I was that person, I'd yeet myself off the planet. <laughs> Directly to the sun. Did you also see that only Ryan Gosling got an Oscar nomination for Barbie and no one else? Yeah, for this... Wait, for Just Ken? Or no, what What was that? I think Best Male Lead, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think... And I only him, and he was like... Like, I love that Ryan Gosling... Like, I don't know if he's playing it up because... And I'm Just Ken is getting awards to or yeah, something. Like, yeah. over... Everything else. Over everything else. It's like, I'm just kind of... It's like over Billie Eilish's song too, right? right? I think so. I just think it's funny because it's like... I don't know if Ryan Gosling is playing it up because of the movie or if he actually like believes it. No, which, he like looks befuddled. Which I kind of feel like he does believe it. um, Because he's like... You know, he keeps talking about his wife and his two daughters. So he's like surrounded by women. So it's like he kind of seems like very woman orientated. Mm -hmm. And then that's the whole point of Barbie is to be about women and then ryan gosling is the only one who doesn't or who gets a nomination yeah it's really bad it's <clears throat> it's like like see literally it, it's, the movie is like about how women are just like underappreciated yeah and like looked over you know proving, and then <laughs> and then it's proven right it's proving like, our what? point so embarrassing yeah I, I hate the also, like, world. also, all those award shows are just so outdated and they're so out of touch. Like, I just hate them because it's very like, out of touch because it's very, it's, it's super, super rich and famous. Capital people. at the Hunger Games. Yes. Yep. It's super rich people talking about how great super rich people are. And That's like all, all this bullshit's going on, you know, and like Israel. And yeah. Shit. It's like, 
yeah, there's homeless people and starving people in the street, and these people are like, look at my $500 award, and it's yeah. like, that I'm just going to put on my mantle in my billion-dollar home. It's all make-believe and, and it's, yeah. bullshit. And then it's like, here's, like, the stupid consumers watching the TV going, oh, I Well, them. I mean, we, you know, we partake in it by rating the looks and stuff like that. I know. That's a lot of fun. The outfits are cool, <clears throat> but again, like, if they sold one of those dresses, they could probably... We partake knowing that it's bullshit. Right, that's true. You know true. what I mean? I'd, yeah, I guess I like the outfits. I, the only one I actually like is the Met Gala, because it's I like art. And then Yeah, the Met Gala is usually amped up, like... And that's a just lot, super though. campy, and I like their outfits, but it is like another thing. Like, just there's always a theme, and rich people talking about how the Mecca is very mm. out of touch too. Yeah. yeah. Did you also hear that RuPaul is retiring from Drag Race? Wow. Yep. So what is it gonna be? It's who, still RuPaul's Drag Race. Who but has Drag Race? I don't. I forget the host, the new host that they that he's picked, but. I guess Michelle, yeah. He's taken, that should be Miss Michelle, right? Exactly. Is she retiring too? I don't think so. What? Yeah, it should be Michelle then. Right, that should be saying. Michelle's Drag Race. So I, I think they be. wanted a drag queen to keep the theme, you know. Oh. So, but I guess that's true, and Michelle can still be a judge. That makes sense, right? Did you also hear that Bobby is leaving Queer Eye? Yeah, I did see that. He is apparently getting his own new show, and the main reason is because him and Tan don't like each other. They are apparently in a fight, and I guess the other ones are, like, really bitchy and catty as well, but, I mean, I feel like that kind of goes... I heard that there was drama. I feel like that goes into territory, like, when too many gay people get into a room, no, the because... drama eventually... I don't know, I'm just being an asshole. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like anybody... Anybody... If five people are pumped and like, think of anybody. Yeah, I know. I'm just like Trixie's jugs are just like all them. I know. I always think about that, and her face gets smushed, (laughs) and it's like this. We're gonna get demonetized on YouTube. (laughs) My supple tits. (laughs) (laughs) My milkers. They just like sagged onto here. That's it. <laughs> Check it out. They're actually my tits. <laughs> Thomas and saggy titties. <laughs> oh, no. Also, in excellent gay news, apparently there is a Buffy reboot happening. It's supposed to take place 10 years in the future. Without Sarah Michelle? Nope. She said she will not be back. She refuses. Well, how do we think about that? Well, okay, so the comic books kept going, and the comic books go down the line of Willow. The show came after the comic books, though, did they? Um, no, the comic books are... Or did they start at the same time? Um, the comic books are off of the TV show. Is that what you said? No. The comic books kept going afterwards, after the TV show, and they went down a path of Willow has a kid... Um, I forget the other girl's name that she falls in love with at the end of the show. Um, but their kid together and Willow's daughter is the next slayer. And mm-hmm. so she's like a witch and a slayer mixed. And um, so it just like goes off that tangent. And apparently that's what it's supposed to go off of. Oh, and then, um, you know, just all the fighting and stuff that ensues after that. So apparently that's in the works, but they've been saying that for a long time. So. I just saw a more recent TikTok about it, so that's why I'm 
excited about it. They tried to do it with Charmed. I'm sorry. I just don't think it's... It's boring. The it new... has to be excellent. Yeah. Like, it... excellent, <clears throat> like, new ideas, but incorporating nostalgia. You know, it has to, like, yep. be this amalgam. What's a successful one? Name one successful reboot. Um... Are you a Nikki fan? Are you a Nikki fan? <laughs> no, I can't think of a single one. I can't think of a single food. Oh my god, my brain just went empty. I cannot think of a single food. We could get something from a restaurant. Restaurant nice. Restaurant good. Yep, nothing. Um, but that was all. So I think that'll be great that'll because be lends me an awareness, gay awareness. I mean, we don't even watch Charmed, the reboot of Charmed. It's really bad. We tried. It Did was we. Yeah, we tried. It was really boring, and I don't like their white lighter. And I think that's what ruined it for me. It's because he's really irritating. I don't remember. Exactly. Did you know that across the U.S., there are only 27 devoted to lesbian gay bars? Watch this TikTok. This is, like, actually, this is a really good, like, almost am I an asshole? Because this lady makes a TikTok, and she's like, Help me explain, like, help me process the situation. So, is she the asshole? Let's, let's say. Let's see. Friday night, I went to my first lesbian bar. I was about to go home early, but then my friend who's a lesbian came over to the bar at the restaurant we were at and said, I'm going to go to this bar. Do you want to come? And I was like, absolutely. Why not? We got there and I was having so much fun. Also, I hate so get ready with me. <laughs> hate them. When I was living my best life. Why is she using a Q-tip in her face? To meet up with us and he comes into it's the uh, metal, oh, like scoop. And say hello and leave. Girl approaches him pretty soon after he walks in and goes, what are you doing here? To be honest, I was a little taken aback because as a straight woman in a gay bar and also a straight woman who goes to a, a male gay bar, I've never felt like that before or been approached like that. The girl goes on to say, like, I've been coming to this bar for 10 years and blah, blah, blah. Basically, like, my friend didn't belong there. Now I get it. It's a gay bar for women. For women. But the amount of very obviously flamboyantly gay men that were in that bar that were not being approached and yelled at was wild. And I'm just curious uh, your thoughts on this. Because I was, like, I looked at her and I was nice until I wasn't. But the way she spoke to us, like, as a group, and I looked at her, and I was like, he's with us, he's good. Like, she was not having it. She did not want him in that bar at all, and I get it. But, like, there's no rules against that. Unless there are, and I didn't see them. But we left soon after, because we had already been there for a while, and he just literally came to say hello. But I'm just curious, like, are males, are straight males not allowed to go to a lesbian bar? I am genuinely curious, like I said, this was my first time going to a legit lesbian bar. So please, it, like, enlighten me. I guess, like, he's probably never gonna go back there again because it really wasn't worth the drama. But I just feel it was a little dramatic. Interesting. I don't think so. I don't think straight males belong in any gay bar. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's fine as long as they're not be like, Oh, I'll go to the gay bar. You can be gay, but just don't hit on me. Like, oh, I hate that comment. I've been told that before. I'm like, got it. I am not going to hit on you. Sorry. Yeah. Well, that's uh, what I'm saying. Like, they... But in a lesbian bar, I could see like a, a gay bar. If like a straight dude went in there and said things like that or was like, you know, puffed up trying to start a fight. Like if he started punching gay dudes because they grew like accidentally touched his butt or yeah, something. Gay bars, like, 
gay bar is a little more, accept, more acceptable, but a straight man's not going to go in a gay bar. You don't know that. By themselves? Oh, not by themselves. Yeah, no. Maybe. I do think it's really immature, though, to go up to a dude that looks straight presenting and be like, you, you can't be here, because it's like, I'm just Maybe here. I should have... Okay, okay. There's... The, okay, okay. So here's... Oh, there's a part two? Here's mm. the actual girl. What are you doing here? The actual lesbian. I was a little taken aback because as a straight woman... So that video is actually about me. I'm that lesbian. So I just wanted to provide some context on what happened uh, from my perspective. So I was at Cubbyhole. been going to this bar for eight years since I moved to New York. I actually met my wife there. Um, I was waiting in the bathroom line, minding my own business, and there was a dude standing in front of the bathroom. Um, I tapped him on his shoulder. I was like, excuse me, you know, you're kind of in the way, whatever. I was not trying to start conflict, anything like that. He turns around. He seemed a little bit grumpy. So I was like, okay, dude, uh, are you even here with anyone? Like, what are you doing in this bar? Um, and he points to his friend, a girl who seems pretty queer to me, uh, not the girl who made that other video. And she's like, he's with me. I, I'm like, okay, cool. I turn around, um, continue to wait in line, really had to pee. And um, then this guy comes to me and he goes, well, if I wasn't here with someone, would that be a problem? And I say, absolutely. Like, yes, it would be a problem. This guy, the girl in that video, some other girls, they all jump at me and they're like, what? Like, why would you say that? That's so messed up, blah, blah, blah. These people start coming at me and I'm just in the bathroom. I'm there celebrating a friend's birthday. I want literally nothing to do with straight people, which is why I'm in cubbyhole in the first place. And you know, I'm just like, hey, okay, this is a queer bar. We don't have a lot of spaces. I've been coming to this bar for a long time. It's a special place for me. It's also a safe place for me. And I have seen a lot of cis straight guys come into this bar and cause problems. Like it's a known thing. It happens at Cubbyhole, it happens at Henrietta's, it happens at Stonewall. There are straight dudes that come into these bars specifically because they're trying to pick up girls. So I wasn't trying to instigate anything. I was just trying to like, hey, safety check, you know? They got on my face. I just wanted to pee. So I was just like, all right, I'm going to the bathroom. I go in there and I just tried to deescalate. I go back to my friend. There's more stuff that happens, but I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, I do think that if you're going into a queer space, you should be respectful of that. And you should keep in mind that there are very limited spaces, especially for lesbians and queer women where we can feel safe, where we can go. And it's, there's so, there's literally the lesbian bar project. If you've not heard about it, go look into it because there are so few spaces. And honestly, I'm not going to apologize for projecting, for protecting them. Um, yeah, I just get heated, but that's pretty much it. I'm Katie and I'm that lesbian and sorry, but actually not sorry. <laughs> I get that though, like straight dudes going there probably being like, "You they just have a have... million other bars." Yeah, that's true. Like, go to Applebee's. You they're, they're probably, <laughs> go to Applebee's. They're probably like, "You just <sighs> haven't had the right dick yet," and it's like I can see shit like that going down, or yeah. just be like, "I'm gonna start a fight with the butch biker chick or something." Yeah, but also like if you think about it, just like on the flip side of it, like maybe they have a sandwich that is really good there, and that's what he was just there for lunch. You know, like I guess I wouldn't take the extra step and pick a fight no one be like why are you here at this lesbian bar like just be quiet and leave them alone yeah or like maybe they had a really i mean good... i would have to see the situation pan out for sure right but if he was just standing there and like 
in line to go to the being bathroom. Being rude, I would be like, I mean, I wouldn't say anything, obviously, but I would think it weird. Right. Like, oh, okay, like, why are you being rude or something? But I know, guess, yeah, yeah my, my brain would, the whole thing. my brain would probably go to just that. Like, it's probably some guy here with his girly is, you know, or he's with his girlfriend who has a lesbian friend, you know, like, that's probably what I wouldn't even think twice about it, you know, but I guess yeah. that's just me. Yeah. But I mean, if it's a bar that you go to and you're protective over it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I can see that. That's true. Um, yeah. Especially when there's only 27. That's crazy. Yeah. I was just listening to a podcast and they just said that they're like, this lesbian bar just opened up and it's the only one in California or something. It's somewhere like, I don't know if yeah. it's California. Cause like, that's a pretty big state to well, have. Well, yeah, there's 27 in the US. So that means there's not even one per state. Right. I wonder if there's a lesbian bar in Minnesota. Oh, yeah, that's good math. Probably not, because... Lesbian bar. That's good math. 50 divided by 27. Yeah. <gasps> it's not even one! It doesn't look like there's any specifically lesbian bars in Minnesota. See, that's sad. Did you also see that Britney Spears' 2011 song surpassed Justin Timberlake's brand new song? It was like... Nice. Um, shit, I forgot what the name 2011. Is. Yeah. Her 2011 song of the out? same name of the same name. It just um, came out. Yeah, it, Justin's song just came out, and he announced his tour. And then everyone's like, mm, "This probably shouldn't be a thing. You should probably not do that because everyone hates you." And let's kick him off the list because it's like you know it's Justin Timberlake. Of course he's gonna chart. You know it makes sense. But then everyone's like, "We hate Justin Timberlake. Let's fucking ruin him." So Britney Spears' song surpassed Justin's song. They had the same name, Selfish. Everyone blasted Britney's song. Hers jumped to number one. Justin's was number two. And then the racist Ben Shapiro song was number three. And then Britney's song went down the charts. And then Ben Shapiro's racist song went to number one. So Justin Timberlake was not even at number was one. That, was that per iTunes? I forget what the chart was, but this... 13-year-old song, 12-year-old song is doing better than your brand new song. Like, that's really embarrassing. Yeah. And then you should probably just not be in it. And then he also went on to say, like, so, like, Britney Spears talked about him a lot in her book, and she's like, you know, like, I'm sorry if it hurt your feelings, but, like, it's my reality. So, like, if you were offended, that's kind of on you. And then everyone's like, okay, well, that was nice of Britney to kind of say a little bit sorry, because of all the drama that probably probably she probably created because apparently his marriage is also in the rocks because of Britney's book and with, uh, with uh, Jessica Biel. Yep. So Britney's Britney's out here ruining lives and Britney's kind of like like sorry but it's my truth and it's my reality. <laughs> Jessica Biel's like but not Britney. I'll but, take right. I'll, <laughs> I'll put everything under the bridge, you know. Right. Everything I can <clears throat> I can look away like oh you cheated, oh you or anti-vax whatever right but not britney but not britney spears britney comes first (laughs) but um people were like okay well the correct response would be to have justin say like oh i'm so sorry you know about all the shit i put you through you know and kind of like make up a little bit but apparently he went on stage and was like my name is justin timberlake and i'm not fucking sorry for anything and everyone's like cool bro like interesting interesting good Good viewpoint. Is you that know? your final answer? Is that, is that your final answer? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes, it is, Regis. <laughs> um, but yeah, so everyone's just like, 
Again, just another reason to say fuck you, Justin Timberlake. Oh no. Yeah. I'm ready if you want to hit the heart. <gasps> the heart? What are we hearting? Ladies and gentlemen, now introducing <laughs> the Yassifieds. <laughs> That's me. <gasps> Is it from the video game? Yeah, the first ever video game. <laughs> the man on the moon. <laughs> oh my god. Sidney Lou Who. <laughs> it looks like Taylor Swift. <laughs> it does. Wow. Okay, Zach, you can hit play now. <laughs> Play. I was not ready. Oh my god, it's so funny. Yeah. Yes. The Yassifieds. Yes, official the Yassifieds. debut of the Yassifieds. <laughs> These are a few of our favorite things. <laughs> so I learned something today or last night. So it is Black History Month. Oh yes, we all love Happy Black, Black History Month. We all love Black History Month. That's why I'm wearing my Zachary original. Show it, haha. See, I wore pink because it's Valentine's Day, but oh, yours is a smarter. We're one. on theme. See, I'm trying to get my kente fabric out here on display. Yeah, so I'm wearing my Black Lives Matter hoodie that I made, and I wanted to talk about gay and lesbian representation in the Black community. And so I was like, just screwing around doing some research, and I learned something about. Our girl, uh, Angela Davis, super badass woman, which sounds shitty, but you'll probably recognize her from her mugshot. Um, honestly, I think she is super beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she is a like political activist, you know, feminist. Um, she's a professor. She's an author. She's written a bunch of books. She's written like poems and stuff and like that. Is she still alive? Yes, yeah, she is. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, she is 80 years old. Oh, okay. Um, she was an active member in the Communist Party and the Black Panther Party, which is the Black Panther Party is can be problematic, but I think it's interesting. And in doing my research, I so I love true crime and I didn't know this. I knew she's been arrested a bunch of times, but I thought it was just she was arrested for being, you know, political activist. She's, you know, a problematic woman because she has thoughts and opinions and she wants to black people to have rights, equal rights and like women to have equal rights and stuff like that. And. Back when she was, you know, doing all of her stuff, that wasn't okay. And so I knew she was arrested a handful of times. But then I read this story, and it goes into my true crime fascination. So apparently, Angela was a supporter of the Soledad brothers. They were three inmates who were, were accused and charged with killing of a prison guard at the Soledad prison. A 17-year-old African-American high school student, Jonathan Jackson, whose brother was George Jackson, one of the three Soledad brothers gained control of a courtroom where several people died. And, you know, she was a, a supporter of them and like kind of friends with them just to, you know, she did a lot of, um, you know, uh, wrongful conviction. She helped with lots of wrongful conviction situations, you know, prison reform. She She's very big into, you know, getting rid of um, privatized prisons. Are you laughing? Because <laughs> I got a bug. Oh, like last time. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but I don't want to interrupt your story, so I <laughs> that's tried a, to stifle it. That's a, that's a, call, that's a callback from the last episode. Yeah. Um, <sighs> but then apparently she is the one who bought the guns that were involved in this crime two days before it went down. So people are like, that's a really big coincidence. Like, you know these people, you're trying to help them out, and then all of a sudden they shoot up a courtroom and you're the one who bought the guns. So like, that's that's suspicious and if you commit the crime even if you're kind of side involved like if you're the driver you're involved like and then especially if people die so davis was charged with aggravated kidnapping and first degree murder in the death of judge harold haley and martin county superior court judge peter allen smith um, is the one who issued for her arrest so it's kind of like what i was saying like if you're involved in a murder even if you bought the guns or if you drove or like if you texted about it a week before, you're also involved in the murder, like hands mm-hmm. down, um, which makes sense. Right. You're an accessory. So, yes, there we go. An accessory. Hours after the judge issued the warrant in 1970, like a huge attempt to find uh, Angela Davis um, went out and like people were looking for her everywhere. Four days after the um, warrant was issued, the FBI director, J. Edgar Hoover, listed Davis on the FBI's 10 most wanted fugitive list. She was the third woman on there and the 309th person to ever be listed because it was, you know, the FBI hasn't been around forever. You know, it hasn't been around since like the 1800s. So on the flip side of it, though, the same uproar kind of went out because people were like, you know, she wasn't there. She didn't know about it. Like she just so happened to buy the guns like that's sketchy. It looks flaky, but that doesn't mean she is the murderer. It doesn't mean she's involved. And so tons like thousands of people came to her defense and they began organizing a movement to gain her release uh in new york city black writers formed a committee called the black people in defense of angela davis um and by 1971 more than 200 local committees in the u.s and 67 in foreign countries worked to free her even john lennon and yoko ono were involved mm. um so big names big people lots of people multiple countries like and then it was also just because of like the situation, like she wasn't the murderer, so she shouldn't be lumped in. But then she is such an important political figure and she's such a political activist. So it's like we need her out in the public. And then that's kind of another like rumor is that that's why they did it. Like Gypsy Rose. Yeah. She's a, she's a, she is going to be the next president. That's another reason why they wanted her out is because she's doing so much good. They're like, this seems like a side ploy to just hurry up and get her arrested and get her out of the picture because she's causing too many you know too much good trouble too much too many things so then in 1972 after a 16 month incarceration um the state allowed uh, her release on bail and then there was a bunch of people that pitched in money for her bail and then her legal defense churches like even like religious leaders like political figures oh she was also um involved with which is not good but she didn't know what she was doing this like this wasn't bad she was also involved with um oh crap what's his name um oh my god hold on comments <sighs> quick think of something anything poo poo pee pee poo poo pee pee <clears throat> Oh my god. She was also <laughs> edit that out. Oh, edit my brain fired out. She was also involved with um Jim Jones, who was in the Jonestown massacre. Mm. She like 
you know, spoke with him. She was pals with him. So just like weird, another legal sketchy tie in. All these people banded together to help her out and, and get her legal defense and raise all this money and stuff like that. And then um, on June 4th, 1972, after 13 hours of deliberation, the all white jury, which I think is also interesting, um, all white, no, no BIPOC people to make it your peers, you know, like how they say, um, an all white jury returned a verdict of not guilty. Um, the fact that she owned the guns used in crime was uh, judged insufficient to establish her role in the plot. So the other reason why I mainly talk about her is that in 1997, she came out as an, a lesbian in Out Magazine. Oh. Yes, I did not know that. She was married from 1980 to 83 to this this dude, but um, obviously that didn't work out. And so, and she's been um, living with her partner. Uh, she is also a, like, you know, political figure. She's a writer. She's a, a professor, um, Gina Dent. Um, she is a fellow, uh, like, humanitarian scholar, um, feminist researcher at the UC Santa Cruz. Um, together, they've ad- advocated for the ab- abolition of police and prisons and for black liberation and Palestine, uh, Palestinian solidarity. Um, she also promoted President Biden. Promoted? Like she like Oh she spoke out and basically said like he is I a thought, good he is a good presidential candidate. I thought she was oh my god. Yeah. So like, yeah. So <clears throat> badass woman, badass um woman for black rights, and she's a lesbian on top of it. That's so, super fun. Yes, I didn't know that. So I learned something and what my, a wonderful Black History Month story and gay story at the same time yeah and that makes me excited for my story as well because i didn't realize but mine's also a black story <gasps> yeah but i love this story. i want to get this story in because you know those missed connection columns yeah. in the thing and you it, we all love reading them but you assume nothing ever comes of those missed connection columns coleman Domingo. until <laughs> you're me and you're in berkeley california in 2005 and you're minding your business going into a Walgreens, which is like a Boots here. So I'm going in there because it's a Sunday night. I'm just, I'm, I live in New York. I'm just going there uh, in Berkeley to get a mask for the night, you know, a facial mask. Mm-hmm. So I'm walking in and I see someone walking out, has beautiful hair down to here, lip piercing, beautiful, beautiful. I see this guy and we look at each other. I'm like, oh my God. And I'm on the phone and I come outside and we look at each other and he's talking to this young woman and she seems to be angry about something. So it's a lot of like, you know, and she keeps looking at me, and she's all... And I'm like, oh, what's going on? And so I'm like, oh, let me get off the phone. Let me, I'm going to get off the phone. I get off the phone. They, all, they walk off down the street. But he keeps looking back. But he, and I wave, but he just keeps going. And then I'm just dumbfounded, and I end up in a blockbuster, you know, across the street, you know, and I don't even know what I'm doing. But I, I decided to look at my watch, and it was 8.03. And I came back outside, and I thought, is he here? And I thought, well, maybe I'll come back next Sunday and he'll be here. Hmm. I'm that kind of hopeless romantic. So anyway, cut to three days later. I'm trying to buy a used computer. And I was, uh, I was just scanning Craigslist. They have Craigslist over here, right? Yeah. I was scanning Craigslist, right? So I thought, maybe I'll place one of those misconnections ads. I wonder if they work. Because I would read them on the subway. I go to page two of them as I'm reading. And I see, saw you outside of Walgreens, Berkeley. He placed an ad for me two hours before. Come on, bro. I jumped up. I was like, are you kidding me? That's me. He described me with my faux hawk. It was 2005. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, get out of here. So we met up 
Three days later, we had our first date. I was trying to be a good boy and go home. He said, can you stay over? I said, sure, but let's just cuddle. We cuddled. <laughs> I thought he was asleep. Four o'clock in the morning, I couldn't sleep. And I said, I think I love you and you're about to change my life. And we've been together for almost 19 years now. No! Oh, wow. <laughs> cute, cute. You are like the most magical creature on the planet. Oh. Yeah. That is, it is amazing, and it really happened. How it, amazing. it really yeah. happened. It really but also, happened. That, I mean, I think I'm somebody who just believes that magic happened. Yeah. yeah. I really do believe that, and so I feel like, oh, if I want this thing, it'll happen. That's cute. Yeah. I didn't watch, I've saw, I saw the start of that clip, but I just didn't watch the whole thing. I didn't know he was gay. How do you work the cell phone? Oh, he's in the new color purple. Hello. He plays Mr. I should have known that. Um, He's in Fear the Walking Dead. That's what it is. That's what it is. Um, That's what I remember him from. Transformers, Euphoria, Candyman. We should watch that. The it, was, new Candyman. it was Fear of the Walking Dead. Thank you for pointing that out. That's cute. I love stories like that. I love romance stories. Yeah, so I thought that was super cute. Which is also crazy because it's like... I feel like, I guess back then, Craigslist was probably normal. People didn't think, oh, I'm going to get murdered off Craigslist like we do now. Yeah. And so well, he's probably just like, whatever. Oh, the Lost Connections? I think so. Oh, I don't know. I think, it, right, those are the personal ads? Yeah. I think they got rid of the personal ads. Interesting. Uh, what is Baby Sunday Baby? I remember being on Craigslist to sell our PS4. Interesting. Did you sell it? You sold it remember no yeah i met somebody they i made you that's why i sent you that tiktok oh the about, facebook marketplace yeah yeah making my husband go to the facebook marketplace for me so i can hide inside so I, can... <laughs> I literally did it to you with my, the old ps4 remember i got the ps4 pro no, I don't remember this and at sold all. Sold the old one for a hundred dollars or something. I don't remember. I don't remember this. And at I made all. you do it. That sounds like something you would do. Yeah, because I didn't want to meet them. Right? You don't remember that? No, I don't remember that at all. Oh, I have one more game of the dam. Okay, and that was that. Um, the specifically the thank you letter that we got back from Kara and Sarah. <gasps> oh, yeah. It said, and I took a picture of it, so I'll display it. <laughs> and it said make America great again. No. Make America or make America gay again. Thank yes. you. Thank you for correcting me. Podcast gets canceled. <laughs> <laughs> oh it said make America gay again. Gay. But also uh, it was a thank you note in reference to uh, her like we went to her graduation party, so congratulations, Kara, for graduating again. We, okay. We, yeah. we only have time for one Reddit, so Yes. Reddit stories. Reddit stories. Am I the asshole for expecting to be invited? My significant other is going out of state for President's Day to visit family and they did not invite me. They must have been recently invited because they just dropped it on me and we haven't really had a chance to talk about it. I work with my significant other and when a coworker asked if I was going as well, they said no before I could even respond. They know I have plenty of PTO. I'm excited for them to visit their family, but I wasn't even a part of the conversation. I'm also now expected to watch their dog, which I'm fine with because despite us having separate places, they, my significant other, st stays with me most of the time. 
my SL knows that I have been stressed and I have been saying I want to get out of state for a bit. Am I the asshole for expecting to be invited? I don't think the asshole, um, I just think, yeah, like maybe have a conversation, like say something. I get feeling, I get the fact of not being invited because like everyone wants to be invited. Everyone mm-hmm. wants to be involved. So I get the bummer aspect of that. Yeah. Um, I don't think, yeah, not the asshole for sure, but, um, yeah, it sucks just not being invited. Cause like, what if, I don't know. It does, yeah, de- it does depend on how long they've been dating too, because I mean, again, having that conversation would be nice. Yeah. Like, Hey, you know, we've only been dating two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks or, you know, if they've been together for years <clears throat> and they've already met the family, then that would be kind of rude. Kind of. Yeah, if they've already met the family and they know they're cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, it doesn't say how long that they've been together. No. No. Um, Maybe if you think about it, the other side, though, like, maybe the dude was like, no, you can't come because he knows my family sucks. Right. You know, something like that. I don't know if this... Or, yeah, just, like, having that conversation. Yeah. Because, like, maybe, you know, he doesn't want you to come for a specific reason. And maybe he does just want to, you know it to be him and that's fine too you know yeah but also the assumption of taking care of the pet as well that kind of seems i guess that the dog's already there and it's used to being there but i hate it when people assume things like my mom my mom does this to me sometimes and she just assumes that i'm gonna do this or that and it's like i'm busy i'm doing something Yeah. yeah that can be tough but yeah just like saying something yeah definitely have the conversation be like um not to sound like a brat but how come I am not coming? Because yeah. I would like to come. I need a break. I need a vacation. I want to shut my brain off. And yeah, you could just be like, "Oh, I was. I thought like we could. I don't know. <laughs> I'll suck your dick. No, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> just to get out of the house. Anything. I'll suck your dick, man. Man, I, I suck your dick. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's like, "Yeah, you can come. That sounds great. I like that idea. Oh, oh, you can for case. sure come then. After I come, yeah, just have the combo <laughs> out of left field. Just have the combo and be like, hey, babe, how come I can't come with? Yeah, what's the reasoning? I would like to go. Um, oh, a roo roo, Reggie, Reggie. Reggie's getting bored, so I think it's time to leave. Yeah, I think that means that. That's our episode today. The resolution to most problems. Have a conversation. Right. Be up front and have the conversation. Tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to go. <laughs> Be yourself. Be yourself. <laughs> All right. Well, happy um, start of Black History Month. Yes. Happy More to start. Come. Um, and, yeah, more to come and like see and you follow, next week. And see you next Thanks week. so much for watching. Tell your friends and goodbye. Honk, 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 honk. <laughs> My simple titties. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to Flamingly Unfiltered. Now available on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok to keep up with the podcast. Start the week off strong every Monday with Zach and Thomas. Thomas.